Welcome to Transition Church Podcast, a place for growth and revelation. Thank you for tuning in. Now, your host, Paul the Lion Huntington. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transition Church. I'm so happy that you joined us tonight. And so we're just going to pray and dive right in. Here we go. Dear Holy Father, thank you for today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing. We just ask Lord, you to just give us revelation on this this time, Lord God. Give us understanding on what your heart is for us, Lord God. Help us to walk out what you are trying to teach us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So today I'm going to talk about relationship key depends on your eternity. Relationship key depends on your eternity. Now we're going to read from Matthew 25, 1 through 8. And it says... And it's about the parable of the the ten virgins. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take uh, any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Your lamps are going out, or our lamps are going out. And in uh, verse 8 through 12, it says, The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us, and you instead go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I don't know you. Now, in this whole scripture, in both scriptures, so 8 through, um, you know, we went from, shall I say, 25, verse 1 through 8, and from 8, verse 8 through 12. And both scriptures, or set of scriptures, was all talking about relationship. It was all talking about relationship. Now, in this moment or in this time, we have so many different doctrines, so many different things that are being shared um, in our Christian walk, in our, our faith. And one of those things is, you know, we have everything in Jesus. So we, when we accept Jesus Christ, we have everything, which we do. We do have everything. But Jesus came and he died and he bridged that gap between his heavenly father and us so we can have relationship. But a lot of us feel or we're preach or are hearing sermons or the or or we are preaching, you don't you don't have to do anything because you have everything in Jesus. That means that if, if we don't have to uh, seek God, uh, God's face, we don't have to um, uh, go and, and pray and, uh, and, and, and fast and do all these things for God's spirit to come because we already have everything. But then that doesn't make any sense then. What's the point of the word? What's the point of prayer? 
What's the point of fasting? What's the point of all these things if we have everything in Jesus and we don't have to do anything? But it's been preached that we don't have to do anything, which has caused the church to be in a place of laziness. Laziness. Wow, you, Paul, you just call the church, Pastor Paul, you just call the church lazy? Right now, we have been taught generation upon generation upon generation how to be lazy. Now, not all churches are preaching this. Not all church and churches are speaking this doctrine, no. But the thing is this is, it's not about just saying, okay, I have everything and I don't have to do nothing. I could just sit down and just wait till Jesus comes back. No, it's a thing of getting to know Jesus. It's a thing of having a relationship with him. It's about having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's about having a relationship with the Heavenly Father. That's where it's all about. So yes, you have to do something. But it, your relationship determines on your eternity. Well, Paul, why would you say that? Well, yes, Jesus conquered death to give you eternal life. Yes, he had done that. He has bridged the gap. He has made communication open to the Heavenly Father through the shedding of his blood. Yes, Jesus has done that. Jesus has set the, the, opened that door. He has. But the thing is, is it's all about relationship. That scripture that we read before was about relationship. Because when the, those uh, f um, foolish uh, uh, five virgins knock on the door, he says, I don't know you. So the thing is, this is those wise virgins were ready. They were taking time. They, were, they got the oil. They were prepared to go into the marriage banquet. They were prepared. But the foolish ones weren't prepared. They left. So while they were leaving getting oil, guess what? The wise virgins were getting to know the, the bridegroom. And then when the, when the bridegroom was like, all right, let's go. Come on in. So they went in, right? They had their, their, their greetings. They had all that stuff, introductions. And then when the, when the foolish ones came and knocked at the door, hey, hey, come on. I, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. Wow. See, right now, we're in the place of introductions. We're in the place of getting familiar, familiar with Jesus and getting to know Jesus. That's where we are. But we, some of us forget that. Some of us think, well, I already accepted Jesus, so I don't have to to actually get to know him because he already knows everything. He knows me and I'm good. No, right now, right now is the place of let's get to know who Jesus is. Let's talk to Jesus. Let's see what his heart is for us. And how do we become more like him? It has, there has to be a relationship in order for us to be more like him. But we missed a part of our relationship determines our eternity. It determines that. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. I love the way the Message Bible uh, actually quotes this. So here we go. Knowing the correct password saying, Master, Master, for instance, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. What is required is a serious obedience 
doing what my father's will. I can see it now. At the final judgment, thousands strutting up to me, saying, Master, we preached the message. We bashed the demons. Our God-sponsored projects had everyone talking. And do you know what I'm going to say? You missed the boat. All you did was use me to make yourselves important. You don't impress me one bit. You're out of here. Wow. Some of it says, it's like, your God-sponsored project. Yeah, everybody was talking about it, but you only did that to, you only used Jesus to make yourself important. How many people have done that? And some of us might be guilty of that. Saying, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, God's done all this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I've uh, been saved for about 40 years, and, uh, you know, I've seen the move of God, and da-da-da-da-da, and this, that, and the other. And everybody's like, oh, wow, I've been to this conference and that conference, and, you know, I even I even spoke at several conferences, and, and yeah, you know, I, I know this famous uh, preacher, I know this famous preacher, and I, I, I no. A preacher friend of mine, you know, was kind of funny because, like, one one person like, ah, I heard this guy. I, I know T.D. Jakes, you know, we talk and everything like that. And I told uh, a preacher friend of mine, and he said, the mailman knows T.D. Jakes, too. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who T.D. Jakes talks to. What matters is your relationship with God. What matters is, is are you doing your projects for the honor and glory of God, or are you doing the God-sponsored God projects for you? See, it's all about relationship. See, we, some of us are in relationships where we just use that person for our gain. That's not relationship. That's a leech. You, you're, you're sucking out of all of their, uh, their things that you can benefit from. All the nutrients that they had, you're benefiting from it, but they're not getting anything from you. That's not a relationship. That's unhealthy. And some of us have this unhealthy or been taught this unhealthy way of having a relationship with Jesus. To cry out to Jesus when we're sick. To cry out to Jesus when we're needy. To cry out to Jesus when we need money. To cry out to Jesus when we need things uh, fixing in our life. To cry out to Jesus to, to get out of our trouble. But the thing is this is, it's not a relationship. We're only using Jesus for our own benefit. But what is Jesus benefiting from us? Nothing. He's not benefiting anything. His kingdom is not getting bigger. People are not getting to know him through our actions. No. Uh-uh. See, when you're hanging around somebody, you know, it says if you want to be a thug, you hang around thugs. You want to be a millionaire, you hang out with millionaires. Why is that? Because you start, you will start to pick the attributes of those people that you're hanging out with, and you're going to start mimicking or looking just like them. Are you looking like Jesus? Because if you have a relationship with Jesus, you will start to look. We would like to take a brief break from this episode with a word from our sponsors. Welcome back as we continue with this episode. Like him. 
You will begin to start, you will start to talk like him, act like him, minister like him. But are we really in that place of transforming into Jesus? Are we really hanging out with Jesus? Do we have a relationship with Jesus? So what is relationship? A bond or link connecting people together who care and love one another. It can be seen in families, friendships, and and relationships. Wow. A bond or link that that brings people together. Do you have a bond or link to Jesus? Do you have a bond and link to your Heavenly Father? Do you have a bond or link to the Holy Spirit? Do you have that link? Because the thing is, is we could talk about we have a link, but do we truly, honestly have that link with Jesus? Because we would start talking differently. We would start acting differently. We would start praying differently. We would start preaching differently. Our ministries will be completely different instead of being all grandioso and seeing how how many praises we can get. It's a thing of doing it for Jesus the way Jesus wanted wanted you to do it. And your mindset is, is how many I can bring to Jesus. Not how many people will come and be a part of my ministry. No, how many people can I bring to Jesus, the one I have a relationship with, the one that knows me inside and out, the one that knows my good and my bad, the one that knows when I'm having a good day and a bad day, the one that knows that I who how I am in the in the secret place and how I am in the public place, the one who created me, does he know me and does the people see him when they see me or do they just see me and I'm just talking about Jesus as though I know him. That's where it comes down to. Relationship. Man, it goes, I mean, this, this thing, we bash the demons. We, we have God-sponsored projects and had everyone talking. And do you know what I'm going to say? Jesus says, You missed the boat. All you did was use me to make yourselves important. We have a habit in the United States of pulling out a God card just so people would want to flock to us. We have to be in a place where it said, uh-uh, it's not me. I'm just a vessel. I'm just like you. I'm just a clay vessel. It's what's inside this vessel that you are drawn to. And let me show you how you can get your vessel filled with the same thing that I got, which is Jesus Christ, the living God. That's what our lives should show. Because when we minister, we're a representation of him. We're talking like him. We're ministering like him. We're preaching like him. And the thing is, 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 oh, I already have everything. I'm sorry. That's wrong. 
Because if you had everything, then there would be no need to do anything. There would be no need to read the Word of God. There would be no need to pray. There would be no need to communicate with God because you already have everything. So you're just sitting back in your lazy boy recliner and you're like, well, I'm good to go. Let's go. Then what was the purpose that God made you for? Well, I, uh, what's the purpose? The purpose that you're on this earth is to have a relationship with him and to walk out his will. Sitting back in a lazy boy recliner saying that everything's okay and walking this, this Christian walk of laziness has to die. We have to have a relationship with Jesus and an active relationship with Jesus. Your relationship on whatever it's with determines your eternity. Because in the scripture, these people know who Jesus is. They know the power of his name. They knew what they could do with his power. They knew it all. And the thing is this, he said, depart from me. I never knew you. You missed the boat. Get out of here. Keep walking. This is not your place of residence. This is not your final destination. Your destination isn't with, your final destination isn't with me. It's with whatever else you had a relationship with. And that's death, decay, and destruction. Go on down the road. Because we don't have a relationship. So your final destination isn't heaven. Sorry. I know you want it to be, but it ain't. Because I don't know you. Wow. See, I have a relationship with my wife, right? When we got married, I committed to her to get to know her, to get to know who she is, and to, 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 to be one with her. I didn't just get to marry her and be like, okay, well, I don't have to do anything else because guess what? I have the ring. I have the, the, the wedding certificate, so I'm good. The wedding license, so I'm good. I don't have to do nothing in our relationship. That relationship will fail. It will crash and burn. It'll burn up. It'll just dissolve. Why? Because I think that I have everything because I got my wife, so I have everything that I need in marriage. Wrong. I have to get to know her. My relationship with her is active, not dormant. We're waiting for Jesus to come back to activate our relationship. Wrong! Activate your relationship right now. Your relationship's the key to your destination. Your relationship's the key to your eternity. That's what it comes down to. And do you have that understanding? So we have to go back to our first love, which is Jesus, and activate our relationship with him, to fall in love with him, to want to talk to him, to want to read his word, to want to pray, not just to give him a laundry list, but to hear him talk to you and hear him speak into your life. Your relationship with him is your key to your eternity. That's the key. That's the key. Many will say, Lord, Lord, 
but they're they're not. He's not Lord over their lives. See, we, we, we say, okay, I accepted Jesus Christ in my heart. Good, now he's your Savior. Perfect. But there's a second step. Making him Lord, meaning he calls the shots. He tells you when to go, when to stay. He tells you what to say, when to be quiet. He controls your life because you are giving him power. You're sitting on that potter's wheel and you're saying, mold me. Make me into what you want me to be so I can fulfill your will. When Jesus died across in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, not my will, but your will. We have to have that mentality of God, not my will, your will. And I'm going to love you all the way through this journey. Because you didn't have to die for me. You didn't have to shed your blood for me. You didn't have to. But you obeyed. You made the choice. And now I get to live eternity. So when I accepted Jesus to my heart, it wasn't a get out of hell free card. It was me saying, I want to have a relationship with you. And my relationship is active because now I know my destiny. I know where my eternity is going to be spent in heaven because Jesus knows me. So if there's anybody out there who you is questioning like, well, I was taught this or a, you could start today to have a relationship with Jesus, to get to know him. It says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, thou shalt be saved. Bam. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for your sons and daughters. I pray for those who, who have been triggered by this message. I'm, I, I mean, like, who have been just, their hearts been tugged at. This message that, that made people uncomfortable. I thank you, Lord, for that. But I ask you, Lord God, that they will become, begin to have an active relationship with you. So at the sound of my voice, if you want to make Jesus Lord, just repeat after me. Say, God, I'm done. I quit. I give up. I no longer own me. You own me. Teach me. Guide me. Show me what you want me to do. And I'll do it for the rest of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, I surrender. Take a deep breath. Let it all out. Oh. Welcome to your new life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Transition Church Podcast. Don't forget to comment, subscribe, and share this podcast with someone you love.